Hey friends, it's Sonia Holmes and you are listening to the Own Your Work podcast where I bring you some inspiration and some actionable steps to help you create your best work life yet. Now, in today's episode, I want to talk about how we can redefine our relationship with success and failure by the way that we think about our highlights, our lowlights, and then something we don't talk about too often, but the no lights as well. So I want to talk about that and let's let's just get right into it. Let's talk about what, let's define the what in all those different terms, because I think I just threw a lot out there, right? So let's, uh, let's just start with the idea of success, right? Success by definition, it simply means uh, to accomplish a set target, an aim, or a purpose. And the inverse of that is failure, which means the lack of success. And I think often we're trying to redefine success when the definition is actually okay. (laughs) But instead of trying to redefine success, I think what we need to do is the definition is fine. It means uh, to accomplish a set target. I think we really need to redefine what we're targeting. (laughs) We need to take a look at What did we set out as our aim? What is our purpose? And as I talked about in, I can't even remember what episode it was, but we talked about getting clear on a vision and and what you want to do. And a lot of times we go at things without actually having a set target or an aim. And so if you don't have a target or an aim, you will end up anywhere. So it's hard to really say if something's successful or not if you didn't get clear on what it is that you were trying to achieve. Now, the reason why I also think that, you know, success by definition is fine is because there's something so beautiful about success and that is it is subjective. My idea of success might be different from yours and it's because I've gotten clear on what my aim is and what my purpose is and what my target is. And maybe yours might look a little bit different and we can be working on something similar or we could be having similar projects going on and you're working on this or, you know, someone is working on something else. For example, my, the way I define success for a podcast might be different from the way that someone else is defining success for their podcast because they have different goals in mind. They have a different purpose. They have a different aim and a different target. Right. And it can be the same thing at work as well, too. While we have goals that are given given to us now, those are straight for. But how you actually look at and judge if you are successful or not, it really comes down to how you're defining your target. What is your aim? And I think that is a skill as well, too. A lot of times we don't know how to rightly uh, define what a good goal is. It's not clear enough. Was it clear enough, right? So I think success is one part of it. And then failure, that was something that we defined as well too, which is the lack of success. It's, you know, when success is, did you accomplish the goal? Did you accomplish that set target? Where the inverse of the that is failure. Did you? Yes or no? It's a yes or no question. But I think a lot of times we want to redefine failure um, as well too, because I mean, look, saying that you failed at something, it isn't fun. And especially when you're in the workplace as well, too, that's not something that you want to talk about or you want to share. It's those things that we typically tend to shy away from. And 
I wanted to define those things first, you know, success and failures. And I want to talk about our highlights and our lowlights and then the no lights, because each of those kind of belong in a category. So our highlights typically are in the category of success. You know, those are the things that we're really proud of. Those are the things that we deem as successful to us. So we put those over into, you know, the successful category. And then our low lights, we tend to put that in the failure category because it's those things that we aren't proud of, right? We didn't reach our goal. Something didn't work out. This is something that's embarrassing for me. Whatever it is that you're not proud of, put it in, you know, the low light categories. But what we tend to do is put that in the failure category as well, too. And then we have the no lights, right? No lights is you got no action, whether it's a highlight or no light, you don't even have any of it. And I see a lot of us, we tend to have no lights because we're not taking enough risk because we are afraid. So we have no action. (laughs) So you have neither a highlight or a no light because you think that's a safe zone, but that's actually not a safe zone. So um, I want to encourage you, if you're in the no light zone, like you got no highlights or low lights, I want you to get out there and I want you to do something bigger, play bigger, because whether it's a success or failure, if your goal or if the thing that you're trying to reach is, you know, fail proof, you might not be playing big enough, right? So I want you to think about that. Or if you're not taking action because of the idea or the fear of failing, then you're not playing big enough at all. In fact, you might not even be playing. You're in the no light section. You got no action. You're not making any movement. And I want to encourage you to get out of that zone. We think it's a safe zone, but it's actually not long term. Right. So I want you to get into action. I want you to get into the playing field. And I want to encourage you to start taking action, start taking risk in your life and start getting some either highlights or lowlights. It doesn't matter, but get one of them. okay? (laughs) because um, whether it's a highlight or a lowlight, I just want to encourage you that there's beauty in each of them. And I really want to encourage you to rethink how you um, just even approach the lowlights because we tend to put the highlights in the success category because, you know, it worked out and we're really proud to talk about that thing. But one thing that I've learned in my career is I, I actually now start to lean into the lowlights for several reasons. I want to share a couple of those with you and hopefully it can challenge or reframe the way that you even think about or approach those things that, you know, quote unquote, are not as successful or are not something that you would put on your highlight reel, right? We're in a world where we are bombarded by people's highlight, you know, whether it's on Instagram or even LinkedIn, we hear all the achievements, we see all these amazing updates and people are showcasing all the things that they want to showcase, but no one's really showcasing, you know, the times where it didn't work out, you know, the times where they failed or the times that they didn't get it right. And I want you to think about things a little bit differently. Now, I'm not saying that you need to go post it on your Instagram or your LinkedIn, but I do want you to lean into your lowlights because I think there's a lot of value that we can get from our lowlights and from our experiences that didn't work out the way that we wanted it to. So the first thing that I would say that you can actually get from your lowlights is data. Data. So the important data that you can take away from it is why something didn't work out. And a lot of times we're afraid to fail, 
But I encourage you to to get out there, to fail, try it again, fail, iterate on that and then fail and then try it again and keep going. Because every time that you fail or quote unquote have a low light and it doesn't work out, you're getting more data that can actually catapult you forward, that can actually get you or propel you to that place that you're trying to go. So don't be afraid of getting out of the no light zone or the no action zone that you might think is a safe zone um, and going forward and actually making an attempt because if it doesn't work out or if it doesn't get the results that you were hoping to get, you're going to come out with data. And that's the important part of it. I think sometimes that piece is missing because we just stop at it didn't work out. And then we try to reframe it and we, we have positive affirmations about things not working out. But you actually have something that's powerful in its data. So try to understand why it didn't work out. Was it a lack of a system that, you know, was not in place? Was it, you know, the lack of like process? It was it a, a broken process. Like try to analyze why it didn't work out. Take the data that didn't work out, analyze the reasons why, and then try to iterate and then try again. And a lot of times when we have low lights, we just want to give up. And we just want to say, oh, it didn't work out. So, you know, this thing just isn't for me. Um, so I got to try something new when really that low light is just a moment for us to pause and look to see why it didn't work out. Was it the system? Was it the process? Was it X, Y, and Z? And then try it again, iterate upon that, make the changes, use the data that you've gotten from, you know, it not working out in the past and then trying it again and putting that new thing in, in place. So I think that's something that's really important that like even I have to learn and look at differently. I remember I had a project that I was working on and I was really excited about it. And it got up to senior leadership level for final review. And the team and I that were working on this project, we were really excited and really proud of like this idea that we had. And it got shot down. Like it did not get the results that I thought. And I remember presenting the idea for the team and everything. And <laughs> I remember after that meeting, I immediately got calls from them like, are you okay? That wasn't what we were expecting, you know, and everyone was immediately checking on me to see if I was okay. And I'm like, I'm actually fine. I'm actually great, you know, and the reason why I was and I was actually able to say that was because it was such a great learning experience for me by getting the feedback from the people who were the target audience immediately. That was the information that I needed to go back to make it better and without that data, you're unable to really be able to make the improvements that's needed. And a lot of times we don't want to hear the truth. And when I kept saying like, no, this was actually great. And when I smiled and was still so happy about, you know, what was called a low light, some people probably didn't understand, like, that was a fail. That didn't go the way you wanted to. You know, that was a great presentation, but... <laughs> The results is not what we were trying for. Why are you still so positive? Why are you still so happy? Because I was so excited that I actually did something. I took a risk. I presented, I wrote a paper and I presented a paper in front of senior leaders um, 
not only did I do that, I presented our ideas. Um, I was really, really proud of the way that I handled it. And I was really happy about the feedback because one thing that I actually learned about feedback, and I shared this book before, I feel like I need to do a whole episode on this book, but that book by, I think it's Tara Moore, Tara Moore, um, Playing Big, it talks about how to take feedback. And feedback is not something that is necessarily about you. Feedback tells you about the person giving the feedback. It's not necessarily about you, but it's about your target audience. So Tara Moore does a really, really good job about like how we should be taking feedback and remembering that feedback tells you more about your audience than it tells you about yourself. So, you know, it's like, how do I remove myself from like my work, right? And not being so caught up in my work that if I get negative feedback or constructive criticism that I'm not taking it to the heart where it's tearing me down as a person, but where I can say like, okay, this tells me something about my target audience and this isn't reaching them. So how do I then make the changes to do to do that? So there's so much data that we can pull from our lowlights and we can turn our lowlights into a highlight. And I remember having a chat with a mentor talking about the example that where it didn't work out how we wanted it to. And I was just sharing with her how I was actually very excited about it. Because for me, even though it didn't get the results that I wanted it to get, right? We would put that into the failure category. It was actually still something that I deemed as a highlight because I actually did something that was a risk for me. I got outside of my comfort zone. I was in a a stage where I was looking to use my voice a little bit more at work and I was able to do all those things. So while the project didn't move for how I anticipated and it didn't get the results that I wanted it to, I did get a lot of other things that I think is just as important. And it checks off my successful box as well, too, because one of the goals that I had been working on that time was being more vocal, was speaking up, being more of a vocal and visible leader and getting out of my comfort zone and getting out the safe zone. And had I not done that, I would have had a no light. (laughs) But instead, I took what some might call a low light and I actually made it a highlight for me because the highlight was that I actually took a risk. I actually got data about my target audience, what what they really need. And now I'm actually able to take that, put it in place, make changes and iterate and make something even better and make something greater than what I had before. So our low lights aren't always low. And I want to challenge the way that we even think about that. Okay. Why was that not successful? Why didn't work out? Or why do you think this happened that way? Right. And because it's going to allow you to dig deeper and to think about things in a more strategic way. But what happens often is that we just stop at the results and we put that into the category. If the results, it was what we were going for. It's a highlight. It was success. We put that in our success, you know, and we put that on our list. It was a low light. We want to shy away from that. We don't want to talk about that as much. But what I want to challenge you to do, whether it's a highlight or whether it's a low light, I want you to just think about it differently. And I want to encourage you to look at your low lights. Everything that you've deemed as a low light or a failure, I want to encourage you to look at those things and ask yourself, why didn't it work out? 
What data can you pull from that? What would have made it, you know, work out successfully? Did you set the right target? There are so many things that you can take away from your lowlights. And I want to encourage you to look at those things. And then the other piece of it is how did you grow after that experience as well, too? Because even though that situation might be a low light, the highlight might be how you've grown from that experience. Even though me presenting this idea that I thought was amazing was going to make everyone say, wow, Sonia, this is great. It actually had the exact opposite effect, right? Even though it didn't work out as I planned, right? I still feel amazing because I took a risk. I'm not in the zone of the no lights. I got a highlight or a low light and I got out there and I took a chance. And now for me, that experience is a highlight, right? And the data that I got from that, it made me be able to go back and make something better or to make an improvement or to now when I have another project, I'm thinking about and I'm looking at the gaps or the holes based upon the feedback that I've gotten from previous ones. Like it helps me to look around the corners in a new way. So we're learning and we're taking things from our highlights and our lowlights. So if anything, friends, I really hope that you walk away from this episode redefining your relationship with success and failure redefining how you, you know, categorize your highlights and your lowlights. And I encourage you to lean into your lowlights. No one's expecting you to be perfect and you shouldn't expect perfection from yourself either. You should expect growth and progress. And that, my friend, no matter if something works out, no matter if it hits the aim, the target or the thing that you set out to accomplish, or if it doesn't, if you go in with the mindset of what can I learn from this experience? What data can I take to help me put it in place again or try again and iterate on that again and go at it again? What data can I take that's going to propel me for my friend? You will always win. You can have success and you can have failures, but with the right mindset, friends, you will always win. And that's what I want to encourage you today, friends. Take a look at how you are, you know, approaching your success and your failures, how you're approaching and thinking about your highlights, lowlights, and know that whether you hit the aim or the target or whether it doesn't, with the right mindset, you will always win. Well, friends, that's all I have for you today. I hope that something in this episode sparked you to just think about something in a new way. I hope that it was inspiration for you. I hope you got at least one nugget. Okay. And until next time, friends, remember, there's so much more to you than the work that you do. Own your work. Don't let work own you. Okay. (laughs) Bye.